much. While you're opening up your sweetie wrappers, I'm going to invite Richard Lodge, Rich Horn, Nicola Wade, Ben and Claire Morton to come up, and they're going to be telling us all about King's Kids and King's Youth. Let's make them feel really welcome as they come. Can you hear me? Yeah, thank you very much. And like the whistle, by the way. Oh. Well, thank you so much for having us this morning. We're going to give you a flavor. What's go, what is God doing amongst our children and our young people? We want to give you just some insight into what's going on. So to do that, uh, we're going to play you a short video, and that will just tune you in to what God is doing. So we've just seen, actually, the statistics um, are that 80% of people that come to an active faith in Jesus do so before the age of 18. And that means for us as a church, if we want to be a missional church, we want to see ordinary people changed by Jesus to change the world, then what we're doing in, uh, to serve the children uh, and the young people of this town is really, really important. So up on the stage with me have Ben and Claire, who lead our children's work. And Yay. we have... Yeah, absolutely, make them feel welcome. There's healthy competition between them already. <laughs> uh, I knew this would happen. Uh, we've got Rich and Nicola, for, who head up our youth work. <laughs> and because they're the quieter of the two pairs, we're going to start with our youth. <laughs> our youth. So, Rich, King's Youth, that happens Friday nights, that happens Sunday mornings, Sunday evenings. Can you give us a flavor uh, of what happens uh, in terms of... Friday nights, which is down at the King's Centre, down in the town centre. What happens there? Certainly, yeah. Hello, church. Really, really good to be up here with you. Um, yeah, Friday nights down at the town centre site. Um, really, there's a lot of noise. The carpets get properly messed up, and we talk a lot about Jesus. So Friday is our, is our outreach night. We run a youth event called Element, where we get around 100 young people each Friday at the moment. Many of them are not from church family backgrounds. Um, and it's very social. So we have football down there. We have pool, we have a tuck shop, um, and the idea is we get as many young people into the building as possible on a Friday so that we can share the gospel with them, so we can tell them about Jesus. So that's Fridays. So that's Fridays. That's down at the King Centre, down at the town centre. Now, when we're all here in this auditorium, what is happening specifically for our young people in the Sunday morning meetings? So Sundays for us are really about Bible teaching and discussion. I can see some of our 11 to 14 year olds at the back. Hello, 11 to 14 year olds. Um, we, we gather with those guys um, during the meeting and we start with some hot chocolate and some marshmallows and a game. And then we go into, into teaching on relevant issues for our young people and looking at what the Bible says about them on Sunday mornings. Now, John's just done a notice about small groups because small groups are so important for us as a church. Uh, on the adult side of things, how does that work out in King's Youth? Small groups are really, really important to us as well in the youth work. So um, I think a discipleship, discipleship is really a key part of what we do in King's Youth. So around 50 of our young people um, are in small groups, life groups we call them, which are discipleship groups where they learn what it means to really follow Jesus. Um, they build strong friendships as well in those groups. <coughs> Sorry. And we find that also as well as, as well as kind of loving being in these small groups, they love it when they come together as family. So once a month we have an event called The Well down at the town centre site. That's running again tonight. Uh, where we come and we have worship together, we hear, um, we hear a preach, and then we just have time of, of hearing from God. So that's what we do really week to week. That's in great. Work. 
So that's all the week-to-week stuff. What about one-offs? They happen throughout the year. Nicola, just give us a, an idea of what happens. Yeah, so if you hear any of our young people's testimonies, you'll hear about two big events. We've got Weekends Away and New Day. And um, got a wolf and New Day. <laughs> we'll get to New Day. Weekends Away. Um, so once a year, we take our young people away for a weekend. And we go to places like the Isle of Wight or Alton Towers. And um, it's an incredible time to have real time with the young people. So they get a break from school and all the stresses of life. And um, we get to have fun. And in that space, we really meet God. And then we have New Day. Woo! which is, if you haven't heard of it, where have you been? Um, It's a Christian youth um, festival for a week in the summer, and around 6,000 young people gather together. And it is a highlight for a lot of our young people. And um, it's an incredible sight to see 6,000 young people worship God in a marquee, and they get um, really good teaching as well from great preachers, and um, they get to prophesy, they get to um, encounter Jesus, and have loads of fun. There's really good milkshakes as well. That's great. So lots of milkshake as well. Thank you very much. That's, that's on the youth side. If we go over to the children's side. Oh, yes. <laughs> Things kids, yeah. come on. Ben. Yes. All right. You Stick question. to the script, okay? okay. Yeah. I'll try. <laughs> we didn't in the first meeting. So, um, Ben, age range. What age range does the King's Kids cover? It is from newborns up to 11-year-olds. So, right here with us this morning, we have the likes of Benjamin, just over there, and Alana, just back there, uh, who we're delighted that they're now part of us. And it goes all the way up to the likes of our year six. So we've got the lovely Sophie, for example, Sophie Harbour in uh, year six. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, each Sunday, kind of across the, the two sites, the three meetings, we have up to 150 children with us. Uh, on average, it works out about 110. But what happens? What happens on a Sunday? All good things. Lots of good things happen on a Sunday. We have fun, first and foremost. We make no apologies for that. Uh, fun is our kind of routine to making friends with each other and also to meeting Jesus as well. And uh, we... Some of the things that we get up to is we have some crazy songs with lots of wild actions just to kind of get us, get us moving around, really, and, and uh, getting us interacting with each other. We'll play some games with some tuck shop prizes. We'll also tell Bible stories, bringing those to life in different ways. We make stuff with our hands, as they're doing this very morning, actually. And uh, then we, we have a snack time. After all of that, you've used a lot of energy. You need some snacks. So we get together and uh, enjoy a smaller group time. That's great. Thank you. So that's Sunday mornings. But it's not just Sunday mornings when King, King's Kids gets together. Lots and lots of things happen throughout the year. Claire, what happens outside the Sundays? I just uh, feel like my cheeks are aching. So it was reminding me when I got married. I'm smiling so much because I love talking about the kids. It's right, giving me a memory of feeling like I'm being married again. Aww. Oh. <laughs> sorry, we really are not keeping to the script. Sorry, yeah. yeah so you are not keeping to the oh, script. Right. Yeah. Okay, quickly, light party is amazing yes. time because it's once a year and we get to celebrate nothing to do with Halloween but Jesus being our light that we follow. So we had 100 children this last year, which is loads. Honestly, if you've got 100 children doing a party vibe, it was brilliant. So that was 150 with the adults as well. I was Rainbow Girl, homemade superhero. That's what we all dressed up as. Great. Well, thank you, Rainbow Girl. Back to... Um, what were you, Ben? Uh, 
I didn't make it to that party. Okay. Um, he was he was something I, else. I was going to be pants man. <laughs> but there we go. That's another story. That's glad probably you, why I didn't get to go. Yeah, glad you didn't make it. Uh, well, let's move on. Let's talk about another one-off that was brand new last year. That was the King's Kids Picnic. Just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, we've been picnicking kind of each year for a little while, actually. But last year, a very kind farmer in Huendon Valley uh, let us use uh, the perfect field, uh, which had a lovely big slope. And it's a picnic where everyone's invited. So mums, dads, aunts, uncles, grandpas, friends, uh, kind of anyone and everyone, really. And we did, we had kind of loads of people that we didn't kind of see regularly on a Sunday turn up to play some crazy games, face painting, tuck shop. We had go-kart races. And we also, in honour of Her Majesty's 90th, uh, we felt it appropriate to have a 90-metre water slide down, <laughs> down the hill. And uh, we're sure that uh, uh, she approved. Also, uh, Claire got gunged. It's going to be you next year. Uh, it was a highlight for me, seeing Claire got, getting gunged. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, it's a great time and easy to invite friends to doing stuff like that together. That's great. Other things, Claire? King's Kids Away. So 8 to 11-year-olds will always take them away. And um, we know that if you take children away for a certain amount of time to make friends and get to know Jesus, it's like having a whole year's worth of Sunday school but in one weekend. That's really valuable. That's great. Now, one thing that comes across is uh, you do a lot throughout the year, but there's something that underpins it. Ben's already said it. It's the importance of fun. Why is fun so key here? Do you remember being young, Richard? <laughs> I, I yes, still am. I, yeah. Well, you know, fun, we all know fun draws in. Do you all still like fun? We all do. You know, if children have fun, they want to come back. And that is key. We want them coming back. And we want them to be getting to know each other. And through getting to know each other, they're more themselves. And it means that when we're teaching them about Jesus, they're able to respond to Jesus more because they're relaxed. You know, they're, they feel comfortable being here. That is so valuable. Thank you. Well, fun is definitely a common thread. So how does that work out that, in the kids' work? How does that work out in the youth? Well, teenagers also love to have fun, <laughs> strangely. Um, and it's all about friendships. Friendships are really important for us as adults, but they're really, also really important for teenagers. And I remember, um, well, what I remember of youth is memories of having fun with my friends, of um, just going crazy. And I formed really good friendships in that time, and they've lasted all the years. And they were really key to me staying in church. Um, and, and we encouraged each other in our faiths in that as well. Life as a teen isn't easy. It can be really hard sometimes. And friendships are really key to get, bringing someone into the church and getting them stuck in, even wherever they are with their faith, whether they have a really strong faith or they actually are questioning things or don't even have a faith. It's part of that glue that sticks them into the family. Thanks. Rich, Nicola just mentioned that actually life can be quite hard, particularly this sort of current climate for, for our teenagers. What are we doing in, in terms of King's Youth to help? Do you know, I think it is really, really tough for our young people at the moment. I think they face a lot of pressure from lots of different places. And so I think we, we try and do a couple of things in the youth work. The first thing is that we, we don't shy away from talking about big issues. So we don't shy away from talking about things like anxiety and mental health issues and self-harm and the impact of social media. We talk about this stuff and we address it head on. So we think it's best to bring this stuff out into the light and actually speak into what God says about these things. So that's the first thing we do. The second thing we do is we try and create a space where young people can be themselves, where they can be honest about what they're going through. We find that on, on Friday nights now, a lot of the guys that come to our youth event element are from quite challenging family backgrounds. 
And so we want to kind of show them what the Father's heart is like. We want to show them love and demonstrate love and kindness to them. So that's what we try and do. We have so many young people coming from outside the church now. We do, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Rich. Now, I'm glad you responded to Claire's exhortation of being open for fun. Because we want to give you a flavour of what it's like to be part of our youth work. And so we have, we're going to bring that to life right now. And we've got the two guys who are perfect for this job. So we're going to make Ben and Ned feel very, very welcome. Let's appreciate them as they come forward. Hello. 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 So, I am Ben. Uh, I'm Ned. Yes, and we run the games Friday night at Element, and trust me, you're getting it very, very easy today. <laughs> Ned. Um, so today we're going to play a pretty simple game with you guys. Um, so it's odds and evens. So we're going to roll these dice and we're going to add them up. And you guys have to predict whether it's going to be an odd number or an even number by putting your hands up. So you put one hand up for odd and then two hands up for even. Um, And then we'll roll the dice and then obviously if you get it wrong, you're out and lose. Yes. So So if the number adds up to 11, obviously odd, you and you predicted even, you would sit down, but... You're still part of the game. You're still allowed... Oh, I just ruined it. Sorry, I'm sorry. You are going to be shaking the dice. You are. So, uh, obviously, we're going to give you the dice, and you're going to pat it around every, but, um, amongst, along, amongst yourselves. And then when I feel the time is right for that specific round to stop, I'll blow this whistle. Yeah, I've got a whistle. Um... Yeah, is that everything? And then we'll just let the dice fall to the floor, we'll add them up, and then if you're out, you sit down. You can still hit the ball, but obviously you're yes. out. And um, if you're still standing, you're allowed to change. Um, we think it's going to be even or odd. You don't have to stick to one throughout the whole game. So it's obviously just go, go with your gut instinct. Yeah, so um, um, to make this game a bit kind of easier, can I ask everyone who's on the kind of thing at the back if they're able to come and stand in the aisles in between here because that'll mean that you guys are actually involved as well yeah so if you get onto your feet and the game will begin very soon so we'll start it here we'll uh you can just bat it amongst yourselves you kind of know what you're doing so one hand up for odds and then you just bat it with that one hand two hands up for even bat it with those hands and we'll see how this goes yes. okay Yeah, let's go. Round one. If it lands on the floor, just pick it up again. Right, just let it go. Right, 
One. Right. We have a one. Five. Six. Two. So two, that's eight. Eight. So everyone who has two hands up would still be in. Okay, and if you had just a one hand up, you would be out. That would be the case. That would be the case. However, if this wasn't that, a that was a practice round, round because we're going to be nice people. Lifeline. Right. right. So this is a real thing. We know how this is going now. No messing. Let's get this done. Prestigious prizes to be won. Very prestigious. Worth winning. So, without further ado, let's go. Let's go. I love this. That was close. Right, stop. Dice down. We have a one. Four. Four, that is... Nine. Nine, yes. So if you had two hands up, sit down. You were wrong. You lost. You don't get to win the prize. If you had one hand up, stay standing. You did a good one. Um, right. Uh, no messing around. That Round was pretty two. self-explanatory. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh, this is good. Right, what do we have? Phil Gray. A three. three one, four. Four. Eight. So that is eight. eight. Everyone with two hands up, you stay standing. One hand up, sit down. You lost again. If you... Plot twist. If you're currently wearing a watch, feel free to sit down. I make, I make the rules. I'll make the rules around here. I'm sorry. If you're wearing a watch, you're out. <laughs> right, we can whittle this down more. Right, so if you're still sitting down, you can still hit it, obviously. Um, however, we only have a few people left. We're going to take this right down to the last kind of few. So um, let's just go for one more round then. Go. Go. That was, that, was, that, was, that, was that was a quick, quick round. Yeah, mix it right, up. what have we got? One. Six. Four. That was odd. So if you had two hands, you lost. You guys, you got one. So you, let's, let's have those four as the winners. Well done. Fair you play. You can come and receive your prize. You were oh, promised you, prizes. You, you can get a prize. No? Yeah. Prestigious no, prizes. Very prestigious. I mean, with the budget that we had, this is impressive. <laughs> Just take a bag or something each. <laughs> Excellent. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you so much. I now can remember what it's like to feel young again thank you ben and ned for leading that so well really appreciate it. well i hope that's given you us just a taster of uh, <laughs> how crazy life is in youth and children's work uh, <clears throat> well we saw in the 
video at the beginning, if you can remember. <laughs> we showed a video at the beginning. Can you remember? Uh, and the stats, 80% of believers come to know Jesus before the age of 18. And so we talked about fun and family and friendship. They're the sort of core values for our kids' work and our youth work. But how do our children get to know Jesus personally? How does that work in kids' work, Claire? Well, it works in several ways, but let me share a couple of them. We meet Jesus in our worship time. So obviously we have the singing that has the actions, but we do take time to invite the Holy Spirit to be a bit calmer um, because we know the children know a lot about Jesus. We all know a lot about Jesus, but it's head knowledge. And so you have to give time for them to experience that truth so it becomes real for themselves. And we do that by encountering the Holy Spirit in our worship times. And then obviously... We want the children not just to encounter him through experience, but to hear his voice. And Ben's going to share a picture that a child had recently. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, just the other week, uh, one of our boys, a six-year-old, uh, during, during the song worship time, uh, Jesus spoke to him and gave him a picture. And there's two really lovely things about this. Um, one is that Jesus is speaking to our children and, and that they're hearing him. Um, but the other thing was that um, he, he didn't wait for somebody to say, okay, children, we're now going to listen to Jesus. And uh, th- he didn't need that. He'd kind of seen it happening that people could have a picture or could hear from Jesus and that they would have the space to be able to share that. And that's exactly what he did. Oh, what was the picture? The picture was beautiful. It was of this water, like a waterfall, just pouring over him. And he said that it's not just a waterfall for him, but it's for all of the children and all of the leaders there. And that this waterfall was the love of Jesus just pouring out over us. So worship, hearing Jesus' voice, they're important. What else is important? Well, it's also very important to meet Jesus uh, in the Bible. You'd kind of expect that, of course. Um, But it's important for them to, to get to know who Jesus is and and what he's like, and um, we bring various uh, parts of the Bible alive through drama, for example. And just the other week, we had uh, the Explosion Age group—that's our year fives, year sixes—act out a scene from the Garden of Gethsemane, which, as you know, Jesus was really, really stressed out. So they were kind of getting a sense of what that was like. Also, Jesus deliberately had his closest friends around him with him as he called out to God and then there was also an angelic appearance you know an angel came and comforted and encouraged Jesus in what was about to happen so it kind of came to life for the kids and Jesus was then arrested and our guy who um, played Peter as you know drew a sword took on ear off Unfortunately, he kind of got a bit carried away with the sword. And uh, there was, yeah, there was a bit of a healing session needed all round after yeah. that. Yeah, we're all ears, Ben. Thank you. Fe- thank you. Thank you. They didn't get that in the town centre. Anyway, so um, over to our youth work then, Nicola. What is it that we're doing really to, to foster a growing relationship between Jesus and our young people? We love seeing young people encounter Jesus and... Um, So we try and make as much space for that as possible. So we have the well, which is the youth version of our encounter evenings here. And um, that's just an amazing space for the young people to meet the Holy Spirit. 
and um, test out their spiritual gifts. It's become a regular thing for us to see young people prophesying um, and having words for others and for themselves. Um, and it's just become part of their normal walk with God, which is amazing to see. Yeah, in fact, it's those of us who were at the encounter evening, which was a couple of weeks ago down at the town centre, it was so apparent then the hunger and the expectation that our young people have in terms of encountering and, and hearing God. That was very, very apparent. I know that happens in the, uh, in the small groups, in the life groups as well. What else are we doing to enable them to grow in their relationship with Jesus and for that to be personal? We let them lead, um, and as they lead, they grow. So we know as leaders ourselves that we get stretched and challenged and we grow in our faith because of leading. And we want that for our young people. So as you saw a great example of Ben and Ned leading the game, they do that every Friday at Element. And Element is run by young people. And so they are leading the worship. They do the talks. They run the tuck shop. They do the tech. They do registration. And it is all run by them. And they have real ownership and responsibility element which um, grows them in their faith as well. And I know on that, on that line we're doing something brand new in Easter so can you tell us what we're doing this coming Easter? Yeah we've got a brand new event um, in a little bit over a week which is called the School of Leadership and we're taking um, about 15 of our young leaders away for two days and it's just a time to invest in them as leaders and um, we're going to look at um, how, what it means to follow God, about the importance of character, and we'll also look into how they have a real um, opportunity to influence those around them and the world, and they have something so valuable to offer to the world. Thanks very much, Nicholas. So, fun, salvation, encounter, friendship, family, leadership development. How do you make all this happen, Rich? Team is the answer to that. So, as Nicola said, as we talked about a little bit, we have this amazing group of young leaders, first of all, from about 13 and up, people who are really brave and kind of stepping out. Um, but above that, we also have um, a group of adult leaders as well, um, people from different experiences, different backgrounds, different ages, um, all kind of investing in our young people. So they'll help on Friday nights, they'll run small groups, they'll teach on Sunday mornings, and we're really grateful to this group of, this group of leaders. They don't necessarily have all the answers, but they're investing time and energy and effort into just walking with our young people through life. So it's team. But I imagine at the same time it's really not that easy in terms of those serving. So how, how does that work, Claire? Yeah, well, got to be realistic, you know, when you work with young people and children. Some weeks it isn't easy. You come and you're shattered before you've even come. The children are really rude some days. You know, the young people. Not ours, surely. Not, not all ours, young people, yeah. but some young people, when you talk to them, they're like, don't talk to me. You know, you've got to be realistic. But there is a motivation that you have to, that comes that, you know, you forget all that because we only have a short amount of time with our young people. You know, they can be adults for years. Children, it's naught to 18. We've got a window of time. And the Lord is really good because in serving, thinking we need to serve, we've got to serve, and that's right. He changes it to I want to serve. And that's because when you get in there, Jesus changes you by the way the young people and children respond to him. And it is so powerful. When you see their character growing and then making godly choices that you actually may not be doing consistently yourself, that is challenging. And it grows you in your faith. They teach us. That's great. Thank you, Claire. So we're going to be brief here, just a quick highlight each. So Ben, I'm going to start with you. Highlight of... You're yeah. working King's Kids. 
Lovely. Yeah, just the other week uh, during a team briefing time. So before our Sunday session starts with the kids, we'll get um, the, the team together. And uh, during that time, it emerged that a couple of the leaders actually needed some miracles themselves. Uh, they felt a little bit self-conscious maybe about the children praying for them during the, the session. And that, that was fine. Um, but the thing is this, that Jesus is speaking to our kids. And they're hearing him. And that morning, a little girl amongst us, uh, Ella, uh, she said, I've heard Jesus say this, that I have always loved you, that I've loved you even before you loved me. Um, And then our young guy, Luke, he stood up and he said, I've heard Jesus say this, I am powerful. I do miracles. Um, we then asked Luke to, uh, to pray, and he happily did that. He prayed for everyone in the room, the children, the leaders, everyone who was there, for anyone and everyone who needed a miracle from Jesus. Because obviously he speaks because he wants to do something. He kind of highlights it. And it just said to me, this, this is the family that we're in. Yeah. Kind of, we're all in this together. Yeah. That's great. Thanks, Ben. Claire, highlight for you. Yeah, highlight. There's lots, but um, last couple of months ago... Uh, guy called Caleb back at the town centre site got baptised. Now he's part of our children's work team and he leads there and it was that particular day that he was due to be in our team but he was being baptised. So we shared with the children, no Caleb's not here but he's getting baptised. We explained again what baptism meant and we shared and went round to see him get baptised in the main building and it was like light bulbs were going on for the children. They were joining up the dots that this is real this is happening, Caleb's choosing Jesus, and it was a really special moment, you know, where they, like, catch it, you know, wow, it made sense to them. That's great, thanks, Claire. Oh, over to you, side, Rich, highlight for you. Just to say, I, I absolutely love my job. I love that I get to do this, and there have been many highlights over the years, um, things like incredible healings that we've seen, baptising Ethan in the sea last year, the weekend away, was fantastic, but for me, the highlight is always... When you get a young person who's come through the youth work and they're about to go off into university or college or work or whatever is next for them, and you know that that person is passionate about Jesus. You know, they're full of the spirit. They're not going to be worried about what their friends are doing. Actually, they're they're going for Jesus. That is always the highlight for me. That's great. Thanks. And Nicola, finish with you. Highlight. Uh, Yeah, so I I love my job as Rich does as well. And um, it's a real privilege to invest in the young people for me. It's Mother's Day, I'm not a mother, but I get to invest in young people and speak truth into their lives and encourage them and support them, just as a parent does, but from a slightly different angle, and that's a real privilege. And a couple of weeks ago, we took some of our young people to an event called Next Level, and um, I was praying with one of our young people, and um, God gave me a word for her, so I just spoke it to her, and um, God just moved. It was... um, it really resonated with her and it freed her from some situations and it was just incredible I didn't do anything I just prayed and kind of said what God was doing um own saying but it was just incredible to be in there and see God move firsthand and be a part of that as well that's great thanks Claire well you've heard from us I think it'd be great to hear from our children our young people and those that serve and our children and youth work. So we're going to show our final video. And the, the, the question that's being asked to them is, what do you love about King's Kids or what do you love about King's Youth? And these are the answers from the kids, from the youth, and those that serve and lead them. Our singing songs came from games, learning about God and
Lord leading their hearts in worship. Once I walk into King's I feel like a kid. I'm looking forward to the fun of the day. is the opportunity to teach the children and young people about the Bible and make it relevant and accessible. I love Kings Youth because there's so many different programs that you can go to. There's so many opportunities to meet with God. Like I especially love going to Ellen and inviting my friends to school. I still don't know how your dance made the cut. I really... <laughs> what were you doing? Well, I'll talk to, talk to you about that in the car on the way back down to the town centre. So I've got a little confession to make. Uh, I serve in our youth work, and I've served in our kids' work, and I love it. My wife and I, we help to, to lead a, a group, a decent group, a group of year 10s. Absolutely love it. And if you're thinking, well, actually, you're open, and you, this is something you'd like to consider... Uh, and the question is, how, how would you go about that? Well, both on the youth side and on the children's side, there are taster sessions for people who are brand new or wanting, wanting to come in and explore what is it like to serve with our youth or our children. And if you think, yes, actually, I'd be quite interested in just having a taster, just get a feel, get a flavor for, for what it's like, then the best way to indicate that is every week, in the new sheet, there's the Get Connected card. And inside there, there's a serving area. And if you, you're interested in just having a taster of what it's like to work with our kids or with our youth, then please fill out the Get, Connect, Get Connected card with your details and circle whether it's youth, whether it's children. We haven't mentioned students, but students as well. And we will, yes, thanks, Nicola. Nicola likes the students too. Um, please indicate that and then one of the uh, youth or children's team will be back to you and they will arrange for a taster session for you to give things a go. Okay, well, thank you so much for having us. Let's thank our youth and our children's teams. (laughs) 